Well, imagine this. Just a few days ago, he and I and our amazing team were sitting together in places like Ben Gurion Airport, the Carmel Winery, the Efrat Medical Center, and just a couple of days later, here in Jersey City, PC guy, Paul Serkin himself, who has been so instrumental in our programming from Israel, is here visiting us at JM in the AM. Boker Tov, Mr. PC guy. Boker Tov, Nachum. Nice to see you. You too. Tell this, this, time I, this time I don't get to say Baruchim Habayim, welcome home. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> we, we have relatives who would say to you, welcome to Schmutzlaritz. <laughs> you know that relative. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, welcome. No matter how you refer to it, welcome. Uh, so tell everybody where Mincha was on Wednesday. What aisle number was it in? Do you remember? It was in the produce aisle. And the re- re- Facing the meat counter. Right. And the reason I say that is because you're one who has published on Facebook and posted a million times different unique things that have happened, and, you know, only in Israel type stories. Right. As far as we know, I mean, there might be some supermarkets in the United States that have a Mincha service on a regular basis, but, but none like the Mincha service we were at in the supermarket in Nefrat last Wednesday. Absolutely not. Not only in the supermarket in Efrat, but in pretty much every shopping center and every major shopping area, you're going to find either a Beit Knesset or the specific aisle that's used for Mincha on a daily basis. It's really amazing. When I was saying Kaddish, it was no problem finding a menu. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I was I was so happy that they let me dive in for the Ummud and that and that Mincha was in aisle three. I thought that was really cool. Anyway, uh, so Mazel Tov to you because it's how many years now since you were on your own Nefesh B'Nefesh journey? Six years ago. Boy, you must be very critical of people like me who make this fake Aliyah on a regular basis. It's it's not a matter of critical, as we've said many, many times. It's a matter of the right time in the right place. And for me, it happened very, very quickly. It was the right time in my life to, to make such a change. And I my only regret after six years is that I didn't do this 35 years ago. Other than that, I have absolutely no regrets for what I did. And when you think back... I mean, it's, you know, regrets are silly, obviously. There's nothing we could do about it, but I have to remind, remind myself about that all the time as well. When you think back, though, it could have been done 35 years ago? Well, I, I was in Yeshiva in, in Yerushalayim in BMT in 1977-78, and like most, you know, uh, ideological people, you get the bug, and yes, we're gonna, I'm going to make Aliyah someday. Right. I came back to finish YU, and that was 1978, and the next time I came to Israel was 2002. Wow. So real life gets in the way, and, and you don't think much about it when you have go on and raise a family and so on and career. Right. And uh, when, when the opportunity presents itself, you have to jump on it. And in your case, not only do you end up making this quicker aliyah, or as you refer to it from your own vantage point, relatively quick, sure. but everybody in the family ends up going. I'm talking about married kids, and they, they all end up in, uh, being in Israel. My All of my children are there. My oldest daughter came five years before me, actually five years to the day, when I posted my aliyahversary, which is the new phrase that's been coined. Aliyahversary? Aliyahversary. <laughs> uh, last year, she said, you know, it's mine too, and I didn't realize that, that she came five years to the day before me. Uh, my other daughter came one month after me, and my son came eight months later with his wife. So we've we've experienced it all, and uh, Baruch Hashem, it's it's really as nefesh benefesh says, living the dream. There's there's no other word for it. All right, we've talked about, and obviously we've said this a million times on the air because uh, we appreciate your service and all you've done for us, and uh, we've talked about the fact that you actually. I don't want to say started your own business, but maybe we'd say extended your own business into Israel because you were doing a lot of this stuff privately here in the U.S. before you got to Israel, right? I, I was doing things privately because I enjoyed it. It was pretty much a hobby. Um, I, I worked with you in the various studios right. and, and a number of times, and I had a number, a small number of private clients, and I did a little bit of uh, technology work, but it really wasn't organized. I went to Israel having in mind I would 
look for a job in my field, which was healthcare. Um, I'd been in healthcare IT for many, many years. In fact, ran the computer department of New York City's Bellevue Hospital for 10 years, um, in consulting all around the country with hospitals and their, and their healthcare environments and their IT environments. And it's where I thought I was going. I had a number of interviews with a number of Israeli firms that do exactly that. And, uh, I, I made Aliyah in August and by December I said, you know what? They don't appreciate what I can bring to them. And I can do something that they can't do, which is start this PC guy endeavor, uh, which was actually named on your nighttime show. Right. Um, and, uh, started the business in December of, uh, December of, uh, 2009 and haven't looked back. Clients all over Israel at this point or? Clients all over Israel. I was at a, a networking event, and I, I work primarily in Yerushalayim because I don't have a car. I don't want a car, and I have enough business, thank God, to keep me busy there. And I was at a networking event with someone from Netanya, and she says, oh, it's too bad I can't use you. And I said, why can't you use me? She says, well, I'm in Netanya. I said, well, how did you hear about me? She says, everyone knows about you. <laughs> and Baruch Hashem, my, the name recognition is incredible. Um a walk down the street, as as you know, I now wear a PC guy. Sure. And see hat. others with it sometimes. And I see others with it, and I hear stories of people coming up to someone wearing my hat and say, oh, good, I need his phone number. Um, so it's been a great advertising gimmick, but it's also uh, name recognition, and, and people want the American-type service. I mean, all jokes aside, Israeli customer service is not notoriously... Um, Productive, shall we say? Right. And the and the Americans and the Anglo community, all of all of the um, English-speaking countries, are used to a different level of service. And when I can provide that level of service to them, it is worth it to them to seek me out and refer me one to another, and it keeps me very busy. All right, here's your chance to shine, uh, because I always get it wrong, or I don't give you the entire picture because we do it so quickly. Tell everybody what services you provide so that folks in Israel, and specifically in Yerushalayim, but other areas as well, and even even to a degree, people here. Could use your services like we do. Sure. Well, in Israel, my primary service is selling, repairing, and diagnosing problems, fixing PC systems in people's homes. I do work with a number of small businesses and a number of nonprofits called Amutot. Um, however, the majority of my day is spent going from home to home, helping solve problems, desktops, laptops, and what have you. Over the last few years, I've added to that an entire range of services having to do with cell phones and tablets, helping people use them and coordinate the uh, information flow between them. Because you want one master contact right. list on all of your devices. You don't want to have to know, oh, the phone number is here and the address is here and the email is there. So I work with the, the customers in setting all that up, which has led to a tremendous this demand for actual training classes, which I now started giving training classes in iPads and iPhones. Are, and they, Android phones. are they well attended or these are chavrusas? No, no. These are 10 to 15 really? people. Uh, we run usually eight, session, eight sessions in a row. When we, did you start that? I've done about five groups so far at the AACI in uh, Tapiot, and there's a demand for more. Um, but I just don't have time. More instructors. Gonna have, it, it is looking like the brand PC guy is going to expand into um, both instructors and, and more people because there's, thank God, enough work to keep me busy, and, and people will say, but you can't get. I need. I need you today. Um, people do have a tendency to call at the last minute. Oh, my computer's been doing something funny for two weeks. I just decided to call. Can you right. come now? Um, I do the best I can to help them. Um, as you well know, yeah. I, I do a lot of remote work. I can remote into people's computers from my home. Right. And in fact, yesterday was a record for me. On my flight over, my plane had Wi-Fi, and I remoted into a customer in Beit Kerem from 
38,000 feet. And I fixed the problem that he was having from the plane. Unreal. And that was, that was just very cool. You texted me from 38,000 yeah. feet yesterday. PC Guy is here. The website is thepcguy.co.il, thepcguy.co.il. It's funny you mentioned about the way people, you know, call you for consultations. We've traveled together in Israel and I hear some of the troubleshooting you have to do over the phone from some very simple stuff, or at least, you know, people who know a little bit about computers, it sounds simple. And sometimes it's really complicated. Sometimes you've got to really, you know, think of a million different solutions until you get the right one. It is not uncommon. Probably 20 per- 20% of my calls I can solve in the first five minutes right. of showing up at the house because it is something and simple. And sometimes over the phone. And sometimes over the phone. But, you know, it's uh, <laughs> the screen is turned off, the computer's not plugged in. Those are the simple things that are right. easy to solve. Some of them are significantly more complicated. In fact, I had an episode with your brother um, in Nachlaot. He bought a new computer from me, and everything was going fine, and suddenly a very weird set of circumstances occurred on the on the computer. We spoke to the manufacturer. There's a manufacturer warranty, and they agreed, and they were going to send new parts, and they sent new parts, and the technician showed up, replaced the parts, and it did not solve the problem. Mm. And the technician said it is impossible that the new part is the exact same problem as the old part. It's a, part, it's a problem we've never seen before. So we proposed a couple of solutions, and they didn't solve the problem. And uh, so I told Higal, I said, okay, I'm coming over. We're not doing this remotely. I walked in his door, and within 10 minutes, he was up and running. (laughs) Um, The manufacturer couldn't solve the problem. Microsoft, there's really no one to talk to, as everyone knows. Um, But it was able to solve the problem. Um, Thank God I have a unique way of looking at a situation. And... uh, and, and can come up with these creative solutions. Not quite as creative as the Israeli solution. I always tell the story, if you take your car to an Israeli mechanic, and you say, my car does not make left turns. I can't turn left in my car. The average Israeli mechanic will respond, no problem. Make three right turns, and you'll be in the same place. <laughs> well, people don't want to hear that solution. They want the car to be able to turn right. And it's the same thing. Well, I can come up with a workaround to get around the problem specific, and you know our seat-of-the-pants programming on, on uh, broadcast where we come jury rigs something to work, but we really want to do it the right way and uh, to fix the problem and make sure it doesn't happen again. You're really criticizing your Israeli brethren, but I guess now you're one of them, so you can say whatever you want. That's right. <laughs> we're, all, we're all family. ThePCGuy.co.il. If you're, in, uh, the Isra- if you're in Israel, Jerusalem area specifically, and obviously anywhere around the world, you could be in touch with Paul Serkin. And uh, you could take advantage of his great service. Anything else you want to mention? Sure. You you mentioned what I can do for for your listeners here in the right. states. Um, just had a call a couple of weeks ago from a customer in Muncie, who knows me through relatives and wanted internet service in their home. And I do act as a, a sales agent for an internet based co- an internet company that provides internet service and telephone service, Israeli phone service and U.S. phone service in your home in Israel. So if you have um, a pro- uh, an apartment or a home in Israel, and you want to have de- have your own internet service available for you when you come, as well as if you rent the uh, apartment out and you want it available to the clients you rent to, it's a service I can provide all in one telephone and internet combined packaging. And uh, I-, I specifically work in the Yerushalayim area, but if it's in other areas of of, Jeru- of uh, Israel, uh, the company is is uh, Israel wide and can handle that. So I act as the agent for that. I also am the Israeli agent for a online backup service and that backup service can be sold anywhere in the world and I do not need to be present to install it. I send you a link and you can install it and I can help you over the phone if necessary where your computer, all your pictures and documents and music is backed up over the internet automatically, real time. So if you're you're working on a book and you finish writing for the day, as soon as you close the file, a copy is sent to the internet and stored for you. Unlimited amount of space on the backup, and it's retrievable by you from your computer, 
from your cell phone, from your, your iPad, your, your tablet. You can retrieve that data from anywhere. Um, and that's an all-inclusive price no matter how much data you store online. There's basically nothing you can't do. Simple uh, as that. We're trying. We're trying. Uh, phone number is this one when you're, you're in the United States, right? And you'll be here for about a week, right? Yeah, I mean, I have a phone number here in the States for a temporary phone number that I use on my cell phone, but that phone number will ring to me anywhere. All right, that number is 347-836-4895. Again, that's 347-836-4895. Paul Serkin is available at the following email address, paul at thepcguy.co.il. That's paul at thepcguy.co.il. Thank you. Thank you, Nachum. Pleasure. Great working with you, and I appreciate the... Uh, Appreciate all your service in Israel. We had a pretty good journey this past week, and um, and I thank you for all that. Uh, Paul Serkin at 347-836-4895, paul at thepcguy.co.il. You can recommend them for Israel, Jerusalem, the U.S., and anywhere around the world. Ten minutes before 8 o'clock, you're listening to a Monday morning broadcast at JM in the AM. <laughs> 